the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to the 5 o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. Well, in the last hour, we talked about the fact that I'm a car guy and... um, I went off on a rabbit trail about cars, and I have no idea what sent me on the rabbit trail. And even my own engineer, Jeff, on the other side of the glass over there, he has no idea how I got down that rabbit trail either. Uh, So anyway, uh, that was last hour. This hour, well, you're going to learn a little about my my eating habits. Yeah, hey, welcome to Bobberty Live. It is the 5 o'clock hour, and I don't believe I gave you my phone number. Maybe I did. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm chasing all kinds of rabbits today. 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. I like all kinds of food. I, I'm a sucker for good Mexican. I grew up in Southern California. Why wouldn't I like Mexican. Uh, I've been all over the world, and uh, I like all kinds of cuisine, except fish. Don't like fish. Never, never, never have liked fish. Probably should, but I don't. But but I really do like Chinese food. Love Chinese food. And I love good, sweet, and sour. Sweet and sour chicken, sweet and sour pork, I I like sweet and sour. Well, we're going to begin the program today with a little bit of sweet and sour. No, not chicken. Stories. Here is a sweet story followed up by a really sour one. Let's start with the uh, sweet story. I love this story. I love to bring these kinds of stories to you. It's a story about twins born in Nebraska a year ago on March 9th. These twins, born a year ago on March 9th, uh, both of them very premature, but one of the twins suffered from a very, very rare disease of the uh, heart and the esophagus. The, uh, The one twin was premature, but but okay. But the other twin, and I'm not even going to try to uh, pronounce this disease. I would butcher it. Suffice it to say, this baby, this preemie, was born with a very serious illness. And the attending physician gave the baby from a 1% to 2% chance of surviving. 
one to two percent. The uh, mother was advised to get an abortion before the babies were born. They knew that they were going to be premature, and from whatever, from the tests and so forth, I don't know whether it's ultrasound or whatever, they knew that one of the babies was going to be born with a very, very serious disease. So they suggested selective reduction. Uh, That is a nice way of saying saving one baby and killing the other when there are twins. Selective reduction. So the doctors told the parents, the baby's not going to survive, and if the baby does survive, it's going to be terrible, it's going to receive going to require all kinds of surgeries, treatment, and but it probably won't survive. So why don't you abort the one, and then we can give all of our attention to the other baby as well. The parents said, uh, no, nope, 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 nope. nope. Um, so uh, both of the babies were born premature, cesarean section, Uh, The one twin went home from the hospital pretty soon. But the other twin stayed in the hospital for one full year. One full year. And not long ago, surgeons performed a treatment. Uh, Let's see. The uh, condition is described... And again, I can't pronounce the name, but the uh, the uh, condition is described as, quote, where her upper and lower esophagus were not connected to each other, all of which made it unable for her to eat, drink, swallow through the mouth. The uh, surgeon said the baby had a gap that was about two-thirds the size of her chest, or about 3.5 inches. Well, get this. A fairly new surgical procedure, and believe me, I don't understand all the details of this, but the portions of the baby's esophagus were not meeting. The esophagus was divided, and the upper and the lower Portions of the esophagus were not connected to each other. So what they did, they uh, surgically implanted small magnets. In fact, let me quote from the surgeon. Quote, We placed the magnets, one in the lower half of her esophagus, one in the upper half of her esophagus, And then what happened over the next 48 hours is the attraction of the magnets brought the two ends of the esophagus together. It was that final bit that we needed. And then if you leave the magnets in place, they sort of fuse the tissue and make a communication. And that worked in her. And so we were able to avoid a third operative procedure of going back into her chest. The magnets did the final work for us, and then, after a week, we pulled the magnets down. As a result, after a year in the hospital, the baby has gone home. Yeah. 
Quote, looking back, Dr. Stephen Rothenberg said he would have given her a 1% to 2% chance of survival. Rothenberg, chief of pediatric surgery at Rocky Mountain Hospital for Children, started consulting on the baby's case shortly after she arrived at the hospital. Now, the baby has challenges ahead. But the surgeon, Dr. Rothenberg, quote, I'm confident about her prognosis. The doctor further stated, the fact that she's made it home and they're all together is really a miracle. Another instance where the medical professional said there's no hope, there's no chance, the baby needs to be aborted, uh, baby can't survive, the baby, uh, if it does survive, cannot lead a productive life, blah, 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 blah. And with a new technique using magnets in the esophagus, uh, the baby is doing quite well. One-year-old home for the first time since she was born. And although challenges lie ahead, the surgeon who gave the baby 1% to 2% of chance of survival now says the prognosis is quite good. Isn't that great? Love those stories. Well, that's the sweet. Uh, when we come back, the sour. Yeah, not sweet at all. It's about a second-grade classroom in Texas, of all places. Another illustration of what's happening in our public schools. And it is sour indeed. We'll be right back. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Okay. <laughs> A mystery has been solved. Thanks to my dear wife. Let me just deal with this really quickly, and then I'm going to move on. I said sweet and sour. I gave you the sweet story. Now I got the sour story, but at the beginning of the last hour, four o'clock hour, I went off on a rabbit chase unlike any that I've been on in a long time. I went off on all this rabbit chase about cars and a car I found in a field in Virginia years ago, and I could see it from the highway. It was like three quarters of a mile out in a valley beside a barn, but I could see the make, the model, the year, and I, well, anyway, and then I couldn't, rem- <laughs> couldn't remember what caused me to go down that road. Well, a listener called and said, well, Bob, you said that um, uh, your wife didn't have to uh, worry about you looking at other women <clears throat> because you look at other cars. Okay, but that's not what caused me to go down the rabbit trail of cars. And for the life of me, I couldn't remember. And Jeff, my engineer, who should have known, he couldn't remember either. But my wife did. She was, believe it or not, after all these years, 
My wife still listens every day. You'd think that she had better things to do. You would think that she would get bored out of her gourd, but she listens every day. Bless her heart. She is my biggest, greatest supporter. Anyway, she just sent me a message. What started me down that rabbit trail was I said, we are LTDs. And then I said, Hey, you young whippersnappers don't remember what an LTD car was. And then I said, I'm a car nut and and LTD cars. That's what started the rabbit chase. LTDs. Listen, think, discern. But there was also the Ford LTD. That was a very, very popular car. And by the way, Joy and I had one. Drove it to California. Black LTD. Uh, So anyway, the mystery is now solved. Thank you to my faithful wife. All right, sweet and sour. The sweet story was about a baby born with a 1% chance of survival. A year later, the baby went home. A weird, strange experimental surgery using magnets. Uh, allowed the esophagus of this baby to come together and heal. And it's just a a wonderful story, a sweet, sweet story. The doctor said, you better abort the baby. She wouldn't. But then this sour story. Second grade in Austin, Texas. Now, you think that Texas is a... uh, Bright red state, very conservative. Well, there are a lot of conservatives in Texas, but there are a lot of areas in Texas that are uber liberal, including many areas of Austin, many areas of Houston, some areas of uh, Dallas. Anyway, listen to this headline, and then I'll give you the details. Texas second graders taught about furries and other youth subcultures. Now, I talked about this, I think it was last week, that there is a growing growing movement among children where they're identifying as animals, cats, dogs, rabbits, and they're actually going to school dressed as a dog, a cat, a rabbit. They're putting on ears and putting makeup on their face. And they're walking around in their classroom on all four like an animal. Because that's their identity. Now, most teachers would say, you know, that's really cute, but uh, this is not a place to pretend that you're a bunny rabbit or a cat. Uh, We need to get into math and English, and we need to learn the ABCs. So uh, leave the costume at home. But no, 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 no. The liberal left agenda says we have to affirm whatever a child feels. And I made the point last week when we were talking about this, what is the difference between a boy who says I identify as a girl and I want to wear dresses? What's the difference between that and a little girl that says I really believe I'm a kitty cat and I want to go around and meow And I want to dress up like a cat, and I want to crawl around on all four. What's the difference? And the answer is, there isn't any. And so now we have school districts who are affirming 
the gender confusion of little children, and now the furry thing. Quote, a second grade teacher at a public school district in Texas taught students about the subculture of furries, according to a worksheet found by a parent. Parents discovered via flyers that their second graders at Austin Independent School District learned about youth subcultures from goths to furries and many more during the second week of April. One sheet worksheet was titled, Design Your Fursana, not persona, fursana, and asked students whether their fursana, <clears throat> these are second graders, the worksheet asked students whether their fursana is male, female, or non-binary. How many second graders understand what non-binary is? This was actually a curriculum used by a second-grade teacher in an Austin public school. Well, parents found out about it. I, I keep telling you, there is a movement. Parents are beginning to wake up. They went to the school board, and the school board released this statement. Um, our curriculum team looked at our resources, and that is not in our curriculum, nor is it a part of counseling or social-emotional learning. Uh, Did they say the teacher was going to be disciplined? No. No, they just said, oh, uh, well, we didn't actually approve of that. That was a decision made by the teacher. Were you going to discipline the teacher? They didn't say. Yeah, and get this. According to WebMD, a respectable website, quote, a large portion of the furry movement identifies as LGBTQ+. Yeah, it's what's happening in our public schools. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 